Good afternoon and welcome to the Autism Network podcast, Yvonne. We are finally here. I've been waiting for so long to be here and now we are here. And look at who all we are here with. This is very exciting. I'm, I'm going to run quickly down the list of who's here. Then we've got a little business to take care of. And then we're going to launch right into asking these folks some questions. First of all, thank you for sticking with us because we were a couple of minutes late getting here. But sitting directly next to me is my co-host, Dr. Doreen Grampichet, a true expert Hello, in the everyone. field of autism. Um, so Always to lovely be, to be here. Lovely to be here with and you. And even more so today. And then down the line, we have the fabulous, I've been saying Menchie all day because you are the Menchiest of Menchies, <laughs> uh, Joe Montaigne. You guys know him from Criminal Minds or Fat Tony from uh, The Simpsons <laughs> and a million other things that we love you so much for, including uh, Searching for Bobby Fisher, one of my favorites, but so many things that you've done over the years that we'll, we'll ask you a little bit about that. Sitting next to him is the beautiful and stunning singer that we, we knew she was a singer, but we didn't know how much of a singer. Holly Robinson. Pete, you guys know her from 21 Jump Street, Hanging with Mr. Coop, from all of the wonderful Hallmark movies that you know I live and die for, mm -hmm. all the amazing things that you're doing there, so welcome to you. And on the um, last but certainly not least, the fabulous Kobe Bird. You guys know him from Speechless, The Good Doctor, and as Rufus on the hit Netflix show, Lock and Key. We are so thrilled that you are all here. Absolutely. I love coming here all the time. I, I feel like I'm home with you. Well, I, I, you feel like family to me, so we're all good with that. Uh, we want to say that there are plenty of ways for you guys to connect, and you could be asking questions for any of the folks up here on the panel. And there's a reason why you should ask a question, because during this hour, we're going to be giving away some gift certificates thanks to Discovery Toys. If you don't know Discovery Toys, you should definitely check out our toy guide because they have lots of winners in there. We are going to be giving away $25 gift certificates. We're going to give away 15 during this hour. And the way that you enter to win is by writing in a question, a comment, uh, or sharing it with someone. And we have people backstage who will be keeping track of that. Every time you win, you get a ticket in the hat to win. We'll announce the winners at the end of the hour. You can only win one. That is the only asterisk that there is. Uh, so, you know, enter and enter often by writing in your questions. And the gift certificates can only be used on their United States website, not on the Amazon channel or, or in stores. So on, on their website. Also, I have to give a little bit of shout out because we're going to do something special at the end of this podcast, if on not this hour, but the 44th hour. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> this oh, yeah. will be fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Dr. Grampichet and I put our heads together because we wanted to do some kind of a fundraiser because you're going to see throughout this podcast that a lot of people are going to be raising money for a lot of different charities and organizations that have to do with autism. But we sort of love your charity, Autism Care Today. Right. And we, uh, I felt very strongly, and you agreed with me, that we wanted to raise money for something very specific. For iPads, right. So one of the biggest requests we get are, for iPads, and that's because a lot of our nonverbal kids use iPads for communication, but even if you're verbal, a lot of our kids have it for entertainment or for games, educational games, and so on. So iPads are the one thing that we're really hoping to raise $5,000 for, Yes. and if we manage to hit that number, then I will have the wonderful 
experience of shaving Shannon's head live what? on the 44th hour of oh, this show. All the way. Take down. All the Bald. way. Bald. Yes. That's the big job. Wow. Yeah, it's a, I can't wait. I'm mm -hmm. excited about it. I yep. can't wait. And yes, live on the air, she will do that in the 44th hour. If you hit the 5K. Oh my goodness. At least the 5K. 5K. We think we want to get more than 5K, and as soon as we get the 5K, then I'm going to jump at, uh, you know, we'll still do it at 5K, but we're going to say that we want 10K. Oh because you know the power of an iPad in somebody's hands. Oh, yeah. Everybody has yeah. the right to yeah, communicate. Right. So um, if you if you want to see me get my head shaved and her doing it, because you know she's going to make some fancy oh, shapes while she does it. Oh, I have equipment. Um, <laughs> yes. I'm really looking forward I'm to looking it. looking forward to the buzz. Um, but that's hour 44. Wow. If you want to do the math, that's going to be on Thursday morning. Look, oh, there this we is go. Our, our lovely... Wonderful. Oh, do, you, <laughs> do you remember when they used to have those things with the iron shavings and it was it was shaved yes. willy and yes. so this is what oh they did. Yeah, yeah. All right. We have some very funny people with some very funny senses of humor here. Oh, yeah. um, but so you can definitely donate to that starting right now. Let's get to the 5,000 mark so that I can have my head shaved because... I, I enjoy being bald. It's a good thing. Uh, okay, so for everybody here, welcome, and thank you for being here and for donating your time to be here. We love you all so much. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to throw this opening question out just to get us warmed up here. This is April. It's autism awareness, autism acceptance, autism action, whatever A word that you want, or you could throw in other words there. I just would love to give each one of you an opportunity to say, you know, how this, what this month means to you and what maybe you participate in or how you commemorate it. Uh, we just had the numbers change from uh, 1 in 44 to 1 in 36. Um, do you want to think about that? Do you want to answer first? No, well, I mean, I was just thinking because you both have older children. And I started in this field in 1978, which is crazy because back then the prevalence was one in 15,000 wow. children. So you might remember when your daughter was diagnosed or when your son was diagnosed and how unbelievably the prevalence has just continued to increase. And this new number, of course, is already three years old. It's from 2020. Right. That's, a, that's the confusing part. I've had people ask me about that. It's already from, it's from 2020. It takes a while to you know yeah. do that. And so that's been a little... Um, so it was jarring to get the actual yeah. number. We knew it was coming, right? But yeah. when you see it in, in print, it's a little, it's, it's jarring. Yeah, yeah we, we're going to be on for 44 hours, and we chose the number 44 because that's what the prevalence was. And we said right. all along, we, know, we knew, the we had heard that there was a new number that was coming. And we, we said we're going to do 44 hours no matter what in commemoration of that. But we also were getting little feelers of people saying it's going to stay the same, mm. it, the number might go up. Mm. And so when it went down so significantly, which is actually up, up right? right. right. Uh, it kind of caught my breath, kind of caught my breath. But, uh, you know, what, what do you want to say about the month of April? Is it, is it a big deal for you, a little deal? I, I would say this. I would say I think it's wonderful that, that, that they have this designation to create this awareness. But for people like ourselves... Every month is autism yeah. month, you know, yeah. and so so it's like, uh, so it's it's just that realization of knowing, it's nice to be able to take that time and, and hopefully, each April, it, if, even if it even if in a small way, enlightens a, a person or makes them mm -hmm. aware of the, of it and moves them, you know, just moves the whole thing forward. Yeah. Uh, then it's not a good thing, but for us, it, people, you know, parents like ourselves, I mean, that, that's that's. 
It's, it's, I go back to when people will say to me, what's it like to have an, a child with autism? And my answer always is, I don't know what it's like not to have a child mm -hmm. with autism. Yeah. And so th that's the reality. Mm -hmm. And I would just add that for um, families who are just getting the diagnosis, that this is a great thing to have April be here because people are paying attention, there's awareness, there's information about who your child, what your child is dealing with, whereas, you know, back in the day, yeah. you know, you didn't have all this awareness. So, you, you, yeah, we live with it a lot all the time, but it's like, if you're just getting the diagnosis today and you have everyone, you know, talking about it and posting about it, you don't feel so alone, you feel seen. Mm -hmm. so I think that for me, that's the best part about it. I think for a lot of people, it's either autism acceptance or autism awareness. I, for me, I think it's both because you are you are aware, but also but also I want you to, also I want you to accept me. But I think also with with the number being where it is now and where we are in the present, and so much has changed over the years. I feel like in a lot of ways, with so much with, with so many options and so many things to choose from, it's a lot easier. But also. But also, like, like what I was saying about w with parents, it, it's 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 such it's such a good time to branch out and find people and find and and find and find new things because it's a whole new it's a whole new world. But it's also a but it's also a very beautiful one. Mm, nice, I love that. Hopeful. You know, I, I of course agree with all of you, and I'm from someone who's been treating kids for that long for for many 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 years. Um, it's wonderful to see so many things have changed, right? So, like, acceptance, of course, but, like, you can go to a restaurant and order gluten-free food, which is incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. you can, Woo, no more yeah. ordering that cardboard stuff I mean, online. Oh, my goodness. So much has changed. Like, we have insurance. We have yes. insurance coverage, yeah. which I never thought would happen in my right. life, and it has happened, and it's across the U.S., and it's incredible. So there's been a lot of really good change. I guess when Shannon and I were talking about this when it came out last week, for me, it's more like, why is it going up so drastically? Right. Like, what we need to answer that question because it's not just about autism; it's about you know lots of other chronic disabilities and illnesses that are just increasing. And if it has something to do with toxicity, we need to really mm -hmm. do something yeah. about that because. Right. It's scary, you know, like what are we actually doing to our own world? That's yeah. for me, that's that's what I hope would come out every April. And I've been singing the tune. I just want us to fully fund IDEA. Yeah. I feel like it's just course. the beginning, but I want us to fully if, if one in thirty six, that means that every single classroom in the United States is gonna have an individual on the yep. spectrum who needs mm -hmm. support. So yeah. let's fully fund that and stop making it an argument between the school and the family. Let's like just yes. do it for once and for all. We keep saying we're going to do it. It's mm -hmm. time to do it. I know we, we've gone through a lot with the pandemic, but it's time. Yeah. So um, that's that's the that's my war cry right now. Absolutely. Um, but I want to say to you, Holly, that um, when my son was diagnosed, I think the number was one in twenty-five, and I very much felt like I was on a planet alone. And I was saying to Dr. Grant Pichet... One in 25? No, no, uh, one in 125. Oh, right, right, right. Thank right. you. For, <laughs> thank you. One in, one in 125. Yeah. And, uh, but I still felt like I was on a planet alone. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, you know, I love Oprah. I make no uh, bones about that. Um, and I would always turn on my television and Oprah would speak to me. And I turned on my television and there you were. And mm. you were saying things that I needed, I'm gonna get emotional, but you were saying things that I needed to hear. Mm. Um, and it, 
shaped how the next year went for us. So I owe you a gratitude. Well, you always tell me this, Shannon, every every year. Okay. And I always get emotional when I think about it because that is exactly why we decided to talk about it publicly. And when Oprah called and said, do you want to have this conversation? I I was just like, as long as I don't sit on there and cry the whole time. I wanted to be an example. And Rodney didn't want us to have this conversation mm. publicly. He's like, you're not labeling my child. He's not going to be the boy with the quarterback dad and the actress mom with autism. Um, but we talked about the importance of feeling seen and, and having this conversation. It's huge. And right. it's, it's huge. Right. And then, yeah. you know, we, we, we had an argument. Like, it was a right. big pros and cons. And I won that argument because I win all the arguments in my, in my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a fact. Come on, Joe. There you go. Come on, a happy life, right? right. Uh, but when we look back, because I think when RJ got diagnosed, I would think it was 1 in 150. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see being able to go on TV, have a conversation like this. Right. We didn't see this kind of stuff back yeah. in no. 2000. Yeah. Um, it's, it's important. You have to let people feel less oh, alone. Yeah. And then that's how we get the funding. That's how we get the that's conversations, right. Right. all of it. In relation to that, you know, I go back a bit further back. So when my daughter was diagnosed, it was one in 1,500. Mm. Wow. In the yeah. back, this was 1987. Yeah. And I remember I was doing the movie at the time. I was shooting Godfather Three mm. in New York, and she was diagnosed while we were in New York um, because we knew we could see she wasn't, you know, you started to pick up on things. She was about two and a half years old. She, the, the, all the different aspects of, of, of autism yeah. you started to pick up on. So once she was diagnosed, um, it's like, okay, we, we, this is, you know, you're, you're, the doctor tells you this, that she has eight of the ten kinds of indications of mm-hmm. autism, and just your heart goes in your stomach, then jumps back up to, to where it belongs, and you go, okay, now what? But I remember, we, I finished the movie, we come back to Los Angeles, and it's about three or four months later now, and now, uh, maybe maybe six months later, and now the press is starting to come out, out for the movie. Mm. And... Time, I think it was Time Magazine or People Magazine, I can't remember which publication, it was obviously a, a very popular national magazine, calls me as part of the publicity thing. And the interviewer on the phone says to me, it's come to our attention that you have a daughter with autism. Mm. Wow. Would you mind talking about it? Now at this point, as far as I knew, nobody knew mm-hmm. anything about this. Wow. She had been diagnosed, like I said, we, we were still kind of coming to grips with it and thinking, okay, now where do we go? Who do we contact? As I said, back in 87, there wasn't quite as many outlets yeah. to reach out. So I didn't even bother to ask, like, how did you know this? Because, you know, it's, it's a, it was a, like, something like Time Magazine. All it would need is one person to say mm-hmm. something. And in, I realized in that instant that they asked the question, I had to come up with an answer. Yeah. And, and it went through my head. I thought to myself, if I say no, I don't want to talk about it. I thought to myself, I'm negating my daughter's existence mm. in a way. Oh my gosh. In other words, I'm saying, I don't want to talk about this, but, which, and yet on the other hand, I thought, but I have to decide. So I, at that moment, I just said to myself, yeah, I'll talk about it. And so they asked me a few questions. And I, I explained some certain things, how it manifested itself. About, and, and then, so then I forgot about the The, the article came out, whatever it was. I get a I get a letter sent to me through you know somebody tracks down who I have what agent I have or whatever and I get the, a letter it says dear Mr. Montaigne I just want to let you know we read the your, your interview in the in People magazine or whatever it was and it was just so comforting mm. to see that somebody 
understood what it's like to have their daughter. Because I think I mentioned yeah. that sometimes we'd be yeah. in a grocery store mm -hmm. and my daughter would start, for whatever, something had triggered it, and she starts screaming or, or yelling. And all of a sudden, all the other parents are looking at you like you're mm -hmm. a bad parent. Of course. And you want to say, no, that's not what's happening. Yeah. And so this woman just says, we thought it only happens to people like us and not people yeah. like yourself. Yeah. And as soon as I read that, that from that moment on, I knew there's no turning back. There's no justification to say, look, I can't, you know what I mean? Exactly. I have to almost do the opposite. I have to say, yeah, this, that, that's Mia. This is what, mm -hmm. what's going on with Mia. That takes and a lot of courage, Joe, because back then nobody was having these conversations. And for you to have the, in that moment realize, I, I don't want to deny who she is, and even have the forethought, even if you even thought about this, what it would mean for you to have a conversation with time or people and, and for someone to like reach back out to you and go, thank you. Um, back then, well, yeah. nobody was having these no, conversations. No. Like I said, and, and, but, it, but it's, it's, it's freeing. Once, once mm -hmm. that was done, like, there's no going back, and so that's fine. And, and the point is better to come out that way and all of a sudden down the line, you know, somebody says, hey, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. Going on? Mm -hmm. you know, There's so, another whatever. aspect, too. I, I don't know if you realize, like, when you guys come to events and press comes to these events and fundraising occurs because you have been talking about this, mm -hmm. those funds, like, my organization, our nonprofit, we've given away $2 million to families, mm. and it's because you've been to so many of our events, both of you have, and it's, it's because you're there. Yeah. So you're also really affecting what happens for other people and other kids mm -hmm. through that fundraising. So it's awareness, but it's also just, you know, helping raise help for others. Absolutely. So, yeah. I want to sure. address, uh, we've got a lot of people watching and writing in. Uh, folks oh, yeah. watching in Australia, love the, to hear that. Watching in Culver City, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, saying hi to Our Journey, Cameron's new wife, uh, who says that, she says hello, and uh, gut health is important. Uh, we're saying hi to Judy in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Um, and also saying hi to Eric, who has written in and identified himself as a 36-year-old who has autism, ADD, ADHD, SPD, and sensory processing disorder, uh, along with OCD, depression, anxiety, and stress. And Eric, we're so glad that you're here with us. Um, also um, saying hello to Joanny. We love having you here with us. And they've started a really interesting conversation about bullying online that yeah. well, maybe if we have a chance to get into that. Um, Kobe, I know that that's something that you talk about. You are somebody who has been uh, a speaker. Yeah. You're a keynote speaker, and it's a part of your journey, which I hate. Mm -hmm. I hate that that's a part of your journey. But I, you know, in this whole it's, disclosure conversation, yeah. you you um, talk about that sometimes. I'm not saying you have to talk about it right now, but you tell the story about how you were bullied when you speak. Yeah. I've seen you speak to 1,200 people and have them just be so moved when wow. you talk about that. It's a, yeah, it's, you know, I think that, I think in a lot of ways having those experiences and telling people, okay, this is what, this is what, I, this is what I went through. This is my, this is, this is my journey. And I think, I think also for parents who hear that and for, and, and also for people around my age who have gone through the same thing, it's, it's them saying, okay, this is what I relate to. I understand this. And it's like, it, it, it's, it, it's, making, it's making them feel seen, and it's not making them feel alone. And I think in a lot of ways, do we, I, that, I did a keynote speech back in 2019, and that was such a, 
a big moment for me, but, but also for advocating for everybody on the spectrum. And it was, it was one of the biggest. It was one of the biggest things that I had done because I was talking to thousands of people. It was, <laughs> it was such a, it was such a huge thing. But it was also amazing because I got because it was me on the stage telling everybody, "This is what I went through," and I also want you to know that it's going to be okay. You're not alone. Yeah. And that, mm-hmm. and I think, it, and I think having that reassurance really helps a lot of people. And that's, that, that's why I'm doing this, and that, that, that's why it means so much to me because it's, because it's making sure that, that. Um, it's it, it's it's making sure that they know that it's going to be all right and and there and and there are so many ways that we that that we can help you and that I want to help you. So it's it's fine it's finding that 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 acceptance and that and that um, awareness. Well, yeah. you're a wonderful spokesperson. You've you've just tra- <laughs> blaze new trails uh, for so many people, given so many people hope. Um, and and really, you were the first. You know, several times you were the first actor on the spectrum to do representation mm-hmm. in a way that was seen publicly. You know, starting as a kid on Speechless, mm-hmm. and then then Good Doctor. When you booked Good Doctor, we all lost our minds. And then you turn around and do Rufus, and Rufus is so. If you guys haven't watched Netflix Lock and Key, you have to watch three seasons. You have to watch because uh, Kobe. Kicked butt and took names. It's a wonderful show. Uh, <laughs> and, and now Kobe has a new talent yes, that you just mm-hmm. discovered. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so about almost a month ago, I think, Shannon asked me to do a commission for The Office. And it, it originally, originally it was going to splash paint on a canvas. And at first I was like, well, I can't paint. So it, originally it was a hard no, like absolutely not. I, 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 don't, know, I don't know if I can do this. But, I, but also it was, but, but, but then I thought about it for a bit. And I thought, why not? I, I might as well do it. So I, so I told Shannon yes. And I think about, it, I think about um, two weeks ago, I came to the office and I and, and I did it and and it, at first I was a little nervous about like splashing the paint so we came up with a with a more easier way of doing it and it was such a wonderful time but 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 the, but, but the one thing that's real but the one thing I think is really fascinating about it is that I didn't I can't really say that I enjoyed it or not it, <laughs> I, but it wasn't because. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking about it. I was in this. I was in this zen where I was. Where I was painting the entire time, and I was, and I, and I was so into it that I, I, I knew how to prepare for it. I knew what I, I knew what colors I wanted to do. I knew how I wanted, I wanted to go, and how I wanted to execute it. And I and I got so into it. I did it. I was there for almost a, for a, a good five hours, just yeah. so into yeah. it. And it was such a. It was such a great time, but. Uh, it's it's some, but I um, th- tonight I I'm going to be doing another canvas on the podcast with, with me and my mom, so that yeah. live at midnight. So that so that'll be really really fun to do again. Yeah, and during that time, uh, his mom is going to unveil the video because she did a time lapse video of oh, him oh, great. doing wow. it. So that's hour ten, you guys. That's at midnight tonight. Is that hour ten? I think it's hour. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's at midnight tonight Pacific time. So and and Kobe, you'll see when he paints because. Uh, your focus was it was just so wonderful to watch you work it was really lovely um, and then you're going to auction that painting off and 
uh, raise some money on your own. So uh, for wonderful causes. So we and we we are they've been able to see it. You guys will see the pictures later on. But it's gracing our studio. It's a beautiful work of art. We're so thrilled with it. Yeah, Thank you awesome. for doing that. Absolutely, this. absolutely. And since we're on the subject of talents, yes, can we? Oh my gosh, can we talk about the Mass Singer? <laughs> of course, we can talk about the Mass Singer. So I did this show. Um, when they asked me, I, 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 I've always, I've always loved to sing. Like I love to sing since I was a little girl. And um, when I graduated from, I went to Sarah Lawrence College. When I graduated from Sarah Lawrence. You know, I was always known as the singer there. You know, when you're in college, you kind of, people people know you as, oh, that's the actor on campus or the artist on campus. I was the singer on campus. But then when I graduated, I tried to get a record deal and I was struggling and got 21 Jump Street. So when I got 21 Jump I was like, well, they're like, hey, do you want to sing our theme song? I was like, sure, I'll sing the 21 Jump Street theme song. That'll kind of like, you know, I still wanted, you know, burning desire to be a singer. Anyway, fast forward all these years later, uh, Mass singer at Fox, they say you want to do it. And I was like, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. I have not sang like that on a stage in so many years, dressed up like a fairy. <laughs> and so it was so much fun. And I know knew all the judges, including the host, nobody guessed me. But I got to sing two songs that I love. I got to sing You're No Good by Linda Ronstadt, and she's a personal friend. I just love her so much. And, um, and Angel from Montgomery for Country Music Night by Bonnie Raitt, who was another artist who I'm obsessed with. So it was like a fantasy. And then when they got when I got unmasked, I was mad because I got real competitive. I was like, wait a second, I'm not ready to go home. I want to come back for 80s night. I got my song picked out. But anyway, it was so fun. The most hilarious awesome. thing was my kids had to sign NDAs. They thought that was such a big deal. They're like, we're signing oh. NDAs. Like, this is a secret. But, you know, it's it's... The whole thing is, you know, keep it a secret. But no one, by the way, guessed me on the panel, but everyone online knew it was me. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I went on Twitter. I was like, let me just click on oh, the hashtag. Sarah Lawrence for... alumni office. Yeah, yeah, right. And like my my friends. But like random people. I think they Googled like a lot of the, the um, clues and maybe. But but it was fun. It was just really fun. And and, and um, I heard from Linda Ronstadt. She saw it. She loved it. That was like a, a special thrill. It was cool. I got so who knew? My husband and I watch it. It's you know, it's our, a guilty pleasure for us, and we like to guess and we like to watch the clues and everything. Had no idea it was you, and and usually people come out and they start singing, and we immediately you know we look for clues about yes. how old is this person? Are yeah. they a singer or an actor? Right. And like there's actors who can sing, no shame, no foul, mm -hmm. right? But there are people come out and, you, and we go, oh no, that's a singer. That person's got a Grammy, yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. You sang, and we were like, oh, that's a singer with a Grammy. You did not get the badge and the 21, like someone no. had blackjack, no. like 21 been no. the I, cop. No, I totally didn't. No. And I didn't get the original when you said that you were uh, the original Nepo, baby. I totally missed well, that, Well, I mean, that one is, you know, because my dad was Gordon on Sesame Street, so you had to go way back, and, and, and that was. But it was also Sesame Street night, Shannon. Yeah, I know. Come on, Shannon. I, I know. and I You're my friend. You You're supposed to know it. these I, things. I know. When you sang at Dodger Stadium, I've stood like this. This far away from you when you right. say, I know you can sing, but I didn't know, I don't think anybody knew, Nick Cannon didn't know that you could sing that way. Well, it was, everyone went, whoa. It was a 
blast. It was so much fun. So and when I would does do it the album again. come out is what we all need to know. Well, I'm in talks. No, I, there's I'm no sure album coming it. out right now. But I, I mean, I... I need an album. You need an album? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I need one. All right, well, I, I'll, I'll see what I can... I am singing the anthem at the Dodger game coming up. <laughs> that's the extent. You're not going to be in the outfit, though. No, I'm not dressing up as a fairy. I'm wearing all Dodger blue. Um, but yeah, it was totally fun. My husband was like, can you wear that home? But that's another story. <laughs> Which game? What, what date? August, uh, August, sorry. April 14th. Okay. I think it's the... It's not the Cubs, is it? I, think I know it's they're coming. I know they're coming to town. It's the Cubs. Oh, there you go. Well, Joe, are you going to be there? I, there's a good chance now. Yeah. Gotta, I think come I on, can Joe. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I think it's your, your team, that's, so you got to show up. Sure. Uh, so many people are saying, uh, Mike Kipple says, some of my favorite people to, uh, that I follow on social media are here. Thank you so much for your to advocate to the media and to the world, and that he's watching from Wisconsin. Mike, we, we're so thrilled that you're there. Parker's with us. Mm. Parker says, Holly does not age at all. And Parker, oh, right. Parker, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Judy says, I'm raising my 14-year-old grandson, nonverbal autistic, mm. and my grandson granddaughter 12 she feels like no one understands um and yet i i think that a lot of people on the spectrum can identify with that statement kobe Mm -hmm. don't you yeah uh and yet there is this big beautiful community of people you've got tons of friends yeah i've met so many people that i never would have thought i would have known and it's been we didn't at the time we didn't know where when i was in elementary school we we didn't know we didn't really we, we weren't really able to find a community so when we found it, at the, so when we found it, like it, it, when we found it, we found it at the, at the right time, and I'm so glad that that was like the beginning because that that was that was where my journey began. That was where that was where I came out of my shell and I started. And acting is why I'm here today. And and that when I'm when I'm on set, I'm not I'm not focused on my sensory issues or I'm not focused on um, the social aspect because I'm so in character. So it's like to have. To, awesome. to to be so hyper focused on that, and to not let and to let and to not let any of those things get in the way that that to me is so that to me is so important, and that's why I've gone so far and it, and it's pushed me to do things I, I never would have thought I, I would have done, so it, I'm super happy to be here. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I remember yeah. you learning to ride a bike. Uh, yeah, they, they were in Toronto, <laughs> that, and of course, yeah. I'm really, you know, we've known you since you were not quite six foot four, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> back in the day, yeah. like maybe six two when you were six two. Um, but you guys went to Toronto, yeah. and then all of a sudden, I was, I, your mom was telling me you were riding a bike, and we were all excited for you. And then, then of course, then we got to watch you ride a bike in an action scene. Oh, that's so. For the longest time, I really wanted to ride a bike, and that was uh, that was on my bucket list. We just in also the same thing with with um, painting and with uh, with all, in acting. It was something that I didn't know I I, I wanted to do, but um, but it, but it, but it was but it was something on my list. So in Toronto, so there are these little bike stations all over Toronto, like hundreds of them. Yeah. There's so many of them, and and there was one right by. Um, by our residence. So one day we were going out, and I told my mom, "Hey, I want to go ride a bike." And she was, she she was like, oh, "Are you sure? Do you, you want to do it?" And I said, "I want to do it." So we spent, um, so we so, so we got one of the bikes, and there was a little ramp, like a little um, hill that was right that, that was right there, but it, it was still in the city. But what, but I pretty much spent forty five minutes trying to learn, and I got it in that, and, and I got it right away in the, in, in that moment, and that and. 
it's one of my favorite hobbies now. It's, it's, it's just something that I, I want to keep doing. But, but it's like that, like with painting and with biking. It's things you don't know you can do, but when you, but, but when you, but when you find those, but, but when you find those, oh yeah, that, oh, oh yeah, that's, that's it. That, that's something, that's something that I want to do, and that's something that I love to do. And that, I, that, that to me, that to me was like the beginning of that. And it was, and that, and I actually learned to bike on, on April second. So that so that so that was so that was also so so that that also was such a really important moment for me because because it was showing I have autism I can I can I can learn to I can learn to ride a bike and it, it, it's showing us that we're that we're capable our our minds might work differently but that doesn't but that doesn't mean we are different one of the things I was um, saying last week or weeks ago that you know we. You know, with autism, there there are externals, but to me, the most important part are the internals. It's how we it's how we see things, it's how we hear things, it's how we look at them, how we perceive them, how we analyze them. But also, it's what it's, it's also our thoughts. And I think one one of the hardest things um, for for a lot of people on the spectrum, including me, is that we know what to say, we, we know what's on our minds, and we know what our thoughts are. But when it comes out, it's not the way we expect it, and that's how I am all the time. Like right now, I, like right now, I, I'm thinking of what to say, and it's like, oh God, I, I hope my, I, I hope, I, can, I hope I can execute it right. You're so doing a great job. Right. job. I just want you to know, Kobe. The rest of us also suffer with that a little bit. I used to ask RJ what it was like um, when he was nonverbal. A really verbally challenged, and he'd say, "I had it. I had it in my mind. It was like a ball mm-hmm. stuck in my throat." Mm-hmm. Like he would say that. I thought that was mm-hmm. so profound yeah. because it was that was him expressing that it's right yeah. here. But I, you know, and he said it was frustrating. But yeah. there, there, it's so great to hear you articulate your feelings, yeah. advocate for yourself, and that's super cool for other people to see that you're yeah. doing that. Really. It's a big process, but it, and it's. But 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 also one of the things is that when people when I meet people they say oh you don't have autism you, you're, I mean I mean yeah you I mean yeah you stutter yeah you yeah you're but but I, I don't see it you you don't see the you see the preparation you you see the execution you don't see the internal you don't see what's going mm-hmm. in you don't see me preparing for that the anxiety the the that that fear of saying oh God what if I do something wrong it's that. It, you're seeing, you're seeing the mask. You're seeing what I've put on and what I'm, and what I'm doing right now. But, but you know what I'm yeah. also seeing is support around you. You know, I always say I wouldn't change RJ for the world because mm-hmm. he's just the coolest kid. But I would try to change the world around him yeah. and how they, imp- how, how they, they how they see how you they see us. and yeah. how they have that yeah. patience for all of these things. And when my son comes home from work, he's like he has to jump on the trampoline for two hours just to get right in his body because yeah. he's been. I don't want to say pretending, but he's been wearing the mask all mm-hmm. day long. And um, it's stressful, right? Mm-hmm. But when we know that, that that's what you're going through, then we can give you as much support yeah, as you exactly. need. Yeah, exactly. And, and that support is so important because it makes it, because, because also it makes us feel like we're not alone. It, mm-hmm. it make, it, right. to, to, have, to have people around to say, we got you, we understand what you're going through. If you, yeah. if you need something from us, need a moment. We're here. And that, and that to me is so important. Like having fr- having friends, and having family, having loved ones around you, coworkers, that, coworkers. Mm-hmm. That that to me is such a big part of it. Because because all, because also also one of the misconceptions is that we don't want to be social. I I want to be I want to. 
I want to be social so that I want to have a conversation, but I have I have major social anxiety, so it's tr- so it's trying to get myself out there, and also with the preparation, it's trying it's me putting the mask on, and it's me and it's me trying my it's me trying my best to socialize. So so when, so when a lo- so when so it's uh, so that that to me is really important. In well keeping done. with that, I was going to say back in the like, late '80s, early '90s, when my daughter was at age now, she has to go into the educational system, schools, mm-hmm. and we decided, you know, with my lifestyle as an actor, there's going to be a lot of traveling. But I, I decided early on, we've got, we've all got to do it together. Mm-hmm. And if it even means disrupting, you know, what's happening here at home, so it be. You know, in other words, my daughter's going to have to learn the capital of Indiana some other time mm-hmm. at school, but we're all going to travel together. We made that decision, and we did, and we go to different countries even, and you'd learn things, how they were doing things differently, and you'd pick up some. And one of the most profound things that happens when I was going, and it's turned out to be my hometown, Chicago. We go to Chicago, I'm going to be doing this film in Chicago, Baby's Day Out at the time. And Which we love. We love that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, we were there, and we realized I'm going to be there about four, because it was a big movie, so we're going to be there maybe four or five months. Yeah. So we tried to find a school, and at that time, the schooling was all, your, 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 yeah. your, your choices where you go into a public school, you have an IEP, you do all that, mm-hmm. and they put the, they'll put your child in a special class. And with everybody else. Every, with everybody else. <laughs> so we go to this one school, and it wasn't, it was a, it wasn't a public school. It was, a, it, was a, it was called a Catherine Cook School. It was a private school, but it was in the neighborhood where we got an apartment to live. Mm-hmm. And we said, well, let's just try it out. Let's just see. Maybe they'll be responsive. So we go, we have this daughter. She's six years old. She has autism. Um, I don't know if you have programs here or not. Or do, 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 do you think you have a, maybe a place for... And the principal says, I think you should meet one of our teachers. She takes us, and our, my, my six-year-old daughter, me, and we go into this room, and there's this teacher. Her name was Karen Fendler. And we explain to her, you know, well, we have our daughter, and she's in... Karen goes, I get it. She takes up my daughter by the hand, walks in front of all these six-year-olds, and said, this is Mia. Mia has a thing called autism. She's going to be here now. She might walk, get up and walk around. She may go up to the blackboard and start doing it. She might start singing. She might do all of these things. She's going to be a little different than all of you. So we're all going to support her. We're going to love her. We're going to understand that. Wow. And my wife and I are standing there like, oh, oh my oh God. My this wow. is different. We've never seen anybody do this. And then that was it. And she says, Mia's going to be just fine. You, you guys can go home. And, you know, oh, be fine. and, of course, she was there that whole semester. And from that point on, when we came back to L.A., back to our home here, we realized, okay, we can't accept less than this yeah. when, if possible. Yeah. So from that point on, we, we would go to the school each, each school year, talk to the principal, talk to the, and they'd say, whether it was fifth grade, sixth grade, eighth grade, can we talk to the teacher and see in the regular class? And see if they can handle this. Mm, wow. And we we would do that. We explain that, and then we would talk to the kids. We would, we would do what Karen showed us. Yeah. We'd say our daughter has this thing, Amazing. and 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 more often than not, they would embrace it. And at the end of the school year, and often the teacher had no experience in it. And at the end of the school year, the teacher would tell us, "We hope Mia benefited from us, but I certainly know mm. all the rest of the kids benefited oh, from nice. us because they found out." That yeah. not everybody is the same, wow. and that and so they, and so that was through high school. She, that was the same way. She so went in the eighties, eighties or nineties. This 80s. was this was uh, started started in the early nineties. Right. Like she was, wow. it was like ni- about ninety two, mm-hmm. uh, wow. and then beyond, all mm-hmm. the way through high school. She went to regular high school here in Encino, and and had that same situation. And it was just so wonderful to be able wow. to see these these kids take that responsibility and 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 realize, okay, this 
we're going to help amazing. her. We're going to yeah. support her. That's so, and so awesome. that's included. And then that. That, those are one of the things we learned in Canada. Because we when we was working in Canada, uh, when we thought we we'd bring her to a class early on, and, and they would put her in a special class, they said, "No, no, we don't do that here." They said, "What does your daughter need?" She ah. says, "She's going to be in a class with every all the other kids." Now, if your, your your daughter needs a wheelchair, we'll get her the wheelchair. If your daughter needs this, she gets this. She says, "We don't like to specialize." And that's when we realized, yeah, that's kind of the way we hope the world is. Yeah. yeah. Right. More like wow. I wanted yes. to say, can we clone that teacher? Yes. yes. Right? But oh, you to this did. Day, we did. We did. And you went. Oh, and we still see her. We, you know, we that's fly her in at Christmas wow. time. Oh, my she's, gosh. She's part so of our family. What a good thing. Yes. What, the power of one person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and seeing things in a way, looking at individuals, which is the thing that I always say about you. I know. You're that you are, kind. she is the queen of perspective taking and, and looking at an individual and seeing an individual. And, and looking at that individual and the family around them, um, which was life-changing for us and continues to be life-changing for so many people. Hey, i got to say, last call for comments. If you want to be entered to win a Discovery Toys gift certificate, uh, last call for comments. So many things that you guys are going to have to see later on. And Holly, they everybody just has said that you look absolutely beautiful. Oh my goodness! So lots of comments on that. Well, I must I'm, say, I'm going to embrace that. Shauna <laughs> says, "Thank you so much for bringing awareness." My oldest is 12 and autistic, uh, and so we thank you so much, Shauna, for being here. Amanda, I'm so thrilled to see you here as well. Gemma's journey, Grace, and 619 Poker King is with us. Yeah, some of our regulars. So we're so thrilled that There's you guys are from on. the UK. On oh, I love it. Shauna Lee, so thrilled that you guys are here. We hope that you guys are going to stay uh, for more of the podcast-a-thon because every hour it's sort of a, a different thing. And the next hour it will be Ask Dr. Doreen where you can be asking all kinds of <laughs> questions about absolutely underneath uh, everything under the sun and Dr. Doreen will answer your questions in real time. The, the, the next hour she's going to talk specifically about anxiety. Oh, Because we all know wow. that's a thing. That is a thing. Mm -hmm. That, that is, is a thing. thing. Mm -hmm. I, um, I wanted to say to Dr. Doreen that I was... <clears throat> I had the opportunity to be on the Proud Family Louder and Prouder. The, the, do you know this yes. show? So, you know, I've done a few things over it, right? My kids don't care about anything that I've done. They don't think anything yeah. special, right? They're like, oh, yeah, good, good for you, Mom. <laughs> Way to go. I get booked on the Proud Family Loud and Proud. You would have thought I won an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar. <laughs> I mean, they, they oh, were so excited. And awesome. then I got to play a doctor who diagnoses a child with autism. Oh, wow. So I thought about you and I thought about all these compassionate doctors because we didn't get a great diagnosis. Like she just gave us all. We call it the Never Day. I've told you about that story a million times. All things RJ would never do. So I got to play Dr. Audrey Lord, wow. and she diagnoses um, the, the little boy on Proud Family with autism. And I got to do it in like how I would imagine or wish. I got to reimagine the wow. diagnosis because this lady gave us no hope. Wow. And it's so great. Wow. So shout out to the producers of the Loud, uh, Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. Um, for creating this character, right? Yeah, and it was done that. with humor. It's, you know, a, a show that reaches a lot of African-American families who, in our community, we don't really process this diagnosis very well. And so, so proud of that. So if you guys get a chance to check out The That's Proud amazing. Family. Yeah, but I thought about you, but I thought about Thank compassionate you. doctors who really give families hope. Mm -hmm. And then... 
did my best, yeah. Dr. Doreen. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. Now i got to watch this. Yeah, you'll love it. It's very, I'll, I'll, it's, I'll send you the clip. It's okay, great. I'm, I'm for very sure. excited. Trayvon had actually mentioned something about our producer, uh, but and I didn't get to it. I'm, I'm a failure. It's okay. It's all good. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, we've, we've only got a couple of minutes left here and so many comments that I can't get all to, but I wanted to give you guys a second to talk about, because, Kobe, I know you just did uh, some improv recently with Sherry O'Terry. Yes. i got to hear oh, a little bit about that, her. what that was like. So my so one of my very good friends, Connor Haney, is a writer and an actor. He, I've, he, he does, I've worked on him, I've, I've worked with him on, on so many amusing projects, and there's this improv show he does called The Sound of Musical, and it's one of the funniest things ever. So what it is is it. So what it is is um, it's an improv show, and they and it's and it's a musical. So so they get one. So they get someone from the crowd to say like, give us a theme, give us something like, like last time was the Gro- the Bone Graph Diaries, and it's and it's an, and it's an entire show <laughs> with, with music, and it's with music and melodies, and it's all improvised, and it's one of the funniest things ever. So he want so he wanted me to come in for the show before. And Sherry O'Terry was 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 one of was one of the celebrity guest stars, so I got to work with her, and I, and I I gotta be honest with you, improv for me is such a hard thing because without it's not it, it is with autism, but also for me it's like the anxiety because for a lot for a lot of people sure. on the spectrum we're processing what to say and it's a lot yes. slower, so it's like you're thinking about it on the dot, you're you're trying to like get in line, pick up the pace, it's that. It's that going along with it. So I was really nervous about it, and I and I and I and I always get very nervous about improv. But it was such a fun night. I had such a good time with Sherry. She was so funny. She was so she's sweet. Hysterical. She's hysterical. Oh my goodness. So she's just this. She, 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 she's just this big ball of energy. It was just so That's fun to so work awesome. with her. But it, that was such a really good night. And yeah, it, it, it was really fun. Dr. Graham Pichet and I are at the head of your fan club. We just want you yes. to know. Yes. Yes. So I want to join. Right now. <laughs> and, and I don't I don't know how many people know this about you, Joe, that you're a director and that you've directed some amazing also a playwright too. Um, so <laughs> it's like I like how you just dismiss that one of my time, husband's favorite my plays. Time. Okay, so you, you just make the dismissal there. I saw that. Um, but I I know I saw <laughs> right, I saw a play that you directed a few years ago before the pandemic, mm-hmm. and then I saw it on your IMDb. Did you guys film it? That we're talking about the Lenny Bruce. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did during the, yeah during uh, the pandemic, we would let, we'd take that opportunity. So I filmed like about five or six episodes and then edited it together. Mm-hmm. We're still actually holding on to the film because now that now that we're back doing live theaters happening again, the you know right now Ronnie Marmo who actually wrote the play he's he's up in Seattle right now he'll be doing the show all, all week okay. up up uh, in Washington State and it's been traveling around the country we've we already done Chicago New York L A and and at some point you know the we'll the film version that. will come will come out okay, but right nice. now we're we're letting the play kind of. You know, let, let him enjoy doing the, the live performances of it's it. It's a great show. I love Lane Bruce and Ronnie Marmo yeah. is like amazing. Yeah. He's been, he, he came on the show with you a couple of yes, years ago. Yes, he did. We, he did. With Joanne Laura, the That's great, right. the great Joanne Laura. Exactly. Yeah. Well, God we co produced actually a play about autism at the theater that Ronnie you know, was part right. of. Right. Self injurious behavior, right? Yeah, exactly. That was the play. Exactly. And Miss Holly, I, I got to know, because, you know, I need my Hallmark fix. Uh, when. Because, you know, you tend to, I don't want to put pressure on you, but you tend to do at least one Christmas movie, sometimes more than one, because you do guest stars on other Hallmark Christmas movies, and I look out for you, because yours destroy me. 
every year. They destroy me. But then uh, you also did one this last year that wasn't uh, a Christmas movie that was a, yeah, a, a journey whole ahead. different thing. Yeah, it was that, totally different. Oh, my totally gosh. And, yeah. and I just thought it was really lovely. Well, I was so proud of that because The Journey Ahead was really about I played a fading movie star who wasn't oh. getting the good roles anymore. She was kind of bitter. And she had all these secrets, you know. She had a child she gave up for adoption and everything. Oh, wow. And she runs up against this young, free-spirit, kayak young lady amazing young actress and um who's also queer and so like it was just such a cool hallmark moment because yeah. it was like it was very inclusive and it was just beautiful so i just i love that 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 i got a chance to break out a little bit of my christmas mold but now we're well, we like we're, the christmas mold too. oh no i'm this not going was, anywhere but this was amazing <laughs> they didn't name me holly for a, no reason <laughs> it was such a great different buddy film no it, it wasn't was. what you were expecting oh you didn't you didn't know which direction yeah. the journey ahead was yeah. going to go and i read the script and i was like wow and then worked with this actress it was just it was awesome but now we're you know we're we're pitching it's that time of year we might have a pending writer strike so we got right. a few things okay, we, okay. we got a few things going on here um uh, and so uh, we're developing my next one, um, and we'll 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 see. I'll, you know, Shannon. You know, I'm gonna let you know when. Uh. What it's called? And I have to mainline my Hallmark. You know that about me. I get very mushy about it. Do you know that I watch all the Hallmark movies? I love Hallmark too. She watches my mom all of them. The same she, she loves Hallmark. Hallmark. Yeah. Oh my it's a religion with me. It's... There we go. Okay, so I need to say the winners. Of, and each one of you has won. If I say your name, you've won a $25 gift certificate. But here's the deal. You have to, I have to have your email. So you need to email me um, to claim it. And then I will send it back to you. Give me a couple of days because I'm going to be a little busy for a couple of days. Uh, but So here we go. Eric Levitt, you won a $25 oh, gift certificate. Judy Goh, Gary Burge, Mike Kippel, Parker O'Dell, Alyssa Alfonso, Chonky Lee, May Teb, Sophia Mendoza, Daniel Fowler, Shauna, I'm not going to say your last name because I'm going to, Shalom Perez, it wasn't that hard. It looked different when I was looking at it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Michelle Reeves, uh, Sleepy Mama 14, 619 Poker King, and Gemma's Journey Grace. You all won gift cards for Ooh. Discover Toys. So you have to email me. Ready for this? Got your pencil ready? Shannon at autism-live.com. Again, that's Shannon at autism-live.com. Uh, if you will email me, I will get those. It's a uh, digital gift card that you'll be able to spend at the Discovery Toys USA website. Um, it will only be good there. We'll send you the instructions along with it. I gotta say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You thank guys are you. amazing, and Absolutely. thank you for starting us off on such a good light. And uh, love always. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for always. the work that you guys are doing. Good Absolutely. luck the rest of the way. Bon viaggio. So share, <laughs> tell people about it because uh, we've got some really yeah. amazing shows coming up. And make sure awesome. you. Uh, look at us, watch us on the last hour when yes. I'm shaving. Her. Yes, oh, I'll yeah. be watching. Yeah. That'll be at 10 o'clock on Thursday. Yeah. Yes, it's 10 o'clock on Thursday morning. Should be fun. live buzzing. Yeah. <laughs> live I can't buzzing. wait. I can't wait. I'm thrilled about it. I can't wait. So uh, we are, are going to take a short pause and then we are going to be back with Ask Dr. Doreen. So don't go anywhere, you guys. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 